I'm Kirsten, and welcome to Anchor Watch. Today we are discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3, Episode 4, Oopsie Daisy. So we're going to pick up right where we left off after last week's episode, and it's Chuck arguing with Daisy about his omelet. Again, for like what seems to be drawn out to be the longest argument that they've ever had about a singular omelet. Also uh, the longest amount of time it takes to like get an order. So just oh like God. picking up from last week, Chuck's ordering an omelet, he's ordering his breakfast... Um, clearly they don't understand brunch. And they don't understand that they're going to eat brunch on the beach. So Marcos is busy making a ton of food for them already. But they need eggs now, apparently. Daisy, queen of service, is like, fine, I'll have the chef make something for you. But it's not right. The ingredients aren't right. It's brown, I think. Doesn't that mean point? that the egg is cooked? I don't. I, listen, every omelet I've ever made has been a little bit brown. I thought that's how they were supposed to be made. So maybe I'm not a fancy trained chef, and that's why, but I wouldn't have complained about that. I mean, that. as a viewer, it looked delicious. It looked it delicious. Looked like an and, omelet should look. And his wife ate it. Yeah. She ate it and liked it. I think they're just, like, insanely weird, picky eaters that just don't have any concept of, like, food. They're picky in the weirdest little ways, too. Yeah, which we'll get more into that when we come to whatever it was that they ate for dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, with the omelet, um, Daisy's obviously going back and forth with Marcos. Um, and, you know, he, Chuck is, like, eating it, and he's like, this is disgusting, this is vile, I don't want to eat this, I've had better food at the ball- ballpark. Better food at McDonald's. But, yeah, this isn't McDonald's, I want McDonald's, McDonald's has better food than this. Which, at this point, Glenn walks in and overhears, and is like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> these people, you, you can't buy class. It's not... It's clearly not there, and no amount of money is going to make them classier people at this point. And I will say, Glenn, Daisy, Marcos, everybody handled this so well. So Glenn comes in, he goes, well, what do you want? How can we mitigate this? You know, obviously, like, I want to hear a complaint. Like, I want to hear you out. You know, if and you, you know, if there is an issue with the food, like, yeah. granted, like, you know, it's right to, like, talk about it. But, but there's not an issue. But there's not an issue. It just seems that they just don't understand what good food is. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that whole tantrum from our favorite charter guest, Chuck. And then they go to the beach for brunch after they've all eaten breakfast. And Erica's like, oh, this food looks good. And he's like, well, let me make sure I can taste it first or whatever, because we've been deceived before. And so he kind of takes back what he said, that dinner was good the night before. Yeah, he starts complaining about the steak that when he got up from the table said was the best steak he'd ever had in his life. But now it was disgusting and he didn't like it, so. Yeah. Well, so when Glenn was talking to them, you know, Erica and Sydney and Chuck are all complaining. He's like, this is disgusting. So he's complaining that this is disgusting. And then Erica just telling to Glenn, you know, this is, like, gross. This like, we weren't happy with dinner last night and all those things. But meanwhile, they never said anything the night before. And now they're saying it. In the morning when they're probably a little hungover, probably not morning people, it seems. Like, it just seems like misplaced anger. I'm not really sure. I feel like, too, they're more so complaining about the fact that they didn't have breakfast, but I don't think they understand. Again, again, it's just they don't understand brunch. I think this was also a miscommunication on behalf of the primary who requested the brunch. I don't think she told the rest of the guests that there was not going to be a sit-down breakfast because they were going to have this brunch beach picnic. And I think that kind of falls on the primary more than the crew. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is the other charter guests didn't have any issue with the food. No, it it was was just just Chuck and um, 
and Cindy. Um, and they, they seem to be the problem, problematic guests, not these other friends that they brought on board. Yeah, and then Erica's trying to almost get everybody else to admit that they don't like the food either, because she's like, well, what did you guys think of dinner last night? Because we didn't really like it. Did you also not like it? Very leading. So very leading, very just the way that they're going about it is just really, you know, they're trying to create drama, trying to create tension, and I think they're almost trying to excuse the tip that they're about to leave everybody at the end the tip that we did math on and stay tuned it gets worse um but so they go to this beach picnic and aside from the guest personalities the beach picnic actually goes really well there weren't any major hiccups with setup or cleanup or serving or anything um the food survived the trip they actually seemed to enjoy the brunch food more or less they were fighting with each other yeah not about food just about... No, Chuck sits down, he, of course, makes his rude comment, like, yeah, sure, it looks good, but, you know, but, you know. I haven't tasted it yet, or whatever. Um, and then, what was amazing to me was he goes to Daisy, he goes, you know what, I just think I was grouchy this morning, that that was why I didn't like the eggs. Like, okay, what, like, at this point, Daisy's like, you're gonna say whatever you're gonna say. I was there, I know you were just being the worst, and... She just takes it with a grain of salt, which she yeah. should. That's unacceptable behavior. Yeah, they're high maintenance, but, like, they have no class to, like, warrant being high maintenance. It's, it's a weird balance, and it's very jarring to watch and experience as a viewer. Yeah, so then they're sitting there, and Chuck is complaining about how if he asked for water in New York or whatever, he, he, if he, he asked like this in New York, he would get it, and it would be... It would be so fast, and they would listen to him. And what's the guy's name, the other one? Rhett. Rhett is like, no, a New Yorker would punch you in the face. Yeah. Like, you can't be that rude to the people. Which was a weird exchange that yeah. I don't know why he picked New York. Like, they're from Texas. They're from Texas, and, you know, as a New Yorker here, like, if you are rude to someone, like, we will be rude back. Like... Which, like... I, it was it was a weird comment to yeah. make. And service in New York is just fast in general because we have no patience. And because that's the culture of New York. New York. Is it's a the city, it's high-paced. The Mediterranean on a yacht is much different. Yeah. So. It's the same if you go, like, you know, to, like, any other state that's in the south, like the Carolinas or, like, Georgia or wherever. Which was the other thing is they're from the south. And they were... Like, like they're the from Texas. Like, yeah. that's where they're not used to New York service. Which makes it such, like, a weird comparison because, like, I don't know, just the whole topic exchange was weird. And I think that the the interesting thing, too, is that they, now they've turned a lot of their fighting inward after this because Rhett has this comment about, like, you get punched in the face, and then somehow, and I missed it, maybe you didn't, he calls someone's wife a bitch. So, yeah. So right? Brett goes back and says, like, oh, like, if, you know, you're, if you're nice to people, like, you'll, like, they'll be nice to you kind of a thing. Like, basically Catch saying... more flies with honey. Yeah, it was basically what they were saying, like, and Chuck goes, well, like, I've been acting this way my whole life, you know, like, it's gotten me this far or whatever. Which we could tell. Which clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly, Chuck, clearly. We know. <laughs> um. So then he goes off and he talks to Erica and Sydney and someone else is standing there and he's like yeah, she's such a bitch, like, calling me out on my behavior. But they weren't even calling him out on his behavior. They were just saying, like, if you act this way in New York, like, New York, they'd probably hurt you. Like, they didn't even say, like, stop acting like this. They just said, don't act like this in New York. 
Or, like, which was like a weird take on the it, whole situation. It basically was like, if you act like this in New York, like no, like you're probably not gonna be treated the way you think you're gonna be treated. And then his was like, he was like, well, I don't think they've ever been to New York. Clearly, you wouldn't know or whatever. Like, and it was just the whole weird. thing was weird. He calls Rhett's wife a bitch for calling his behavior out, and, and so Rhett gets mad because Rhett hears him call him, and so Rhett goes over and he's like, did you call my wife a bitch? And he's like, no, but like, but you did. Um, I, 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 and I love how Erica's like, you can't talk to her like that way. She's my hairstylist. Like, um, she's not her hairstylist anymore, just so we're aware, guys. Janelle is no longer Erica's hairstylist. They oh, that's good to I haven't talked to anybody since the charter, yes. That's, I mean, good for Janelle, honestly. Get out while you can. Yeah. They're just all... Also, like, who invites their hairstylist on a yacht? Like, what kind of relationship do you have I with your hairstylist? I just don't think Erica and Chuck and Sydney have any friends aside from each other. I mean, that's probably fair. That's what I think like, like, That's oh, what I'm assuming. you want to come on a yacht, and these people are like, well, you, these people kind of suck, but the yacht can't be that bad, right? And then yeah. guess what? It was that bad. Because even Susan said she came about the charter be- through, a, through a mutual friend. Yeah. Not because like, she knew Erica and Chuck. Yeah. You can just tell this was they were here to get on TV. And they did it, but, like, at what cost? Especially given after last season they complained about how much they hated the, the service and the quality so of everything. Like, so it was like, why did you come back? Yeah. To be on TV is the answer. And yeah. hopefully we never see them again. So clearly tensions are between... The charter guests, not really like at the crew, but it's just... It's been redirected, which I guess is good for the crew. They said that they didn't seem to have any issues with that. Yeah. They were like, all right, they want to fight each other. Like, cool, I'm going to sit here pouring wine. Yeah. So they go back and then they kind of have a meeting with Captain Glenn, Daisy, and Marcos, Marcos about... To talk about dinner, dinner, which was a good move. I think Glenn is the one who calls the meeting. And it's a good move on his part. He knows where everyone is. He knows what page everyone's on. And he hears out of the guests' mouths what kind of food they want and he watches marcos have a real-time reaction to them i thought really bad i felt really bad for marcos because they wanted like kid food like they were talking about not even kid food just a weird menu because she was like we want like crispy rice with seared something like a tuna tartare situation and then they wanted pasta and marinara yeah, she was like, oh, spaghetti with marinara sauce. He likes cream of spinach, so if you can make cream of spinach, that and would like be great. And, like, mashed potatoes. And mashed potatoes. Like, just, like, things that, like, like, I would not ever eat together. Yeah, like, the cream of spinach thing, too. That's who, something nobody likes. Who, who eats, eats that? that? Literally, who eats that? It's never. I've never in my life been like, oh, I'm craving cream of spinach. I don't even eat it when it's offered at parties. Like, But if I was like, oh, I want spaghetti and marinara, I'd be like, marinara, I'd be like oh, make me, like burrata or like a caprese salad or like hey i really like italian food master chef marcos make me something italian like why do you want spaghetti and marinara like with tuna tartare like it's good but i would i can make that myself why would you want to have a chef who's really really good at making a ton of stuff make you like something that i can make in a dorm kitchen like you know what i mean the whole menu was just weird, and I thought it was interesting, too, how he was like, yeah, if they asked you to do that, like, there's no restaurant that serves food like that, because they don't go together, it's they not a, it's don't not a, have a palate, they just don't know what they're doing. It's not a reflection of Marcos's skill, then, like, now he's being forced to make food that is deliberately not good together, it's weird. But he actually took it like a champ. He was like, alright, if this is what they want, I'll make them happy, yeah. you know, try to... They did everything they could to appease them and to, like... And it just was not enough. Yeah. 
which really pisses me off because I think that that the crew did the best that they could given everything yeah. that they were thrown with. Well, and the other thing, Marco's cooking this dinner, did so with a chunk of skin taken out of his scalp while they were sailing after the brunch beach picnic thing. They went sailing because this is a sailing yacht, and Marcos is down in a hold somewhere getting groceries or something, ingredients for the crazy dinner, and when he comes up, he hits his head on, like, the hatch that he was in, and it takes out, like, a significant chunk of scalp. Yeah, and Daisy's reaction to it is she's running now up to tell Glenn and Colin, like, help, they get a doctor on board, and good news... Doctor says it's superficial and it's it didn't actually hit anything. It's just bloody because it's his head. Superficial, it's fine. And I love that Marcos's reaction was dinner's gonna be on time. Like and that was he, all and he, he cared about. Wrapped some saran wrap around his head, put his hat on, and he's good to go. Um, which honestly, that's superhuman behavior. Good for him. I would have been like, that's it. I'm gonna be out for the next four charters. There's yeah. part of my head missing. Yeah. Even before the doctor came on, he's like, all right, like he's in the galley, he's cooking. He's like, yeah, where's yeah. the broccoli I went to go get? Like he is just. He's, he's killing it. Into he's, he's such he's so good at his job. Yeah, we we, we love Marcos. we love Marcos, and we're glad that his head isn't broken completely. Yeah. So they have the dinner, which which was, I mean, it actually went well. It Captain was just Glenn disgusting. and Gary are there. Yeah, so Gary is there too. I forgot. They know at least what the food is like or whatever. Well, so and Gary was excited to have dinner because he was re- he wanted to eat the the Captain Mark the Captain Marcos, the Chef Marcos like guest food like obviously marcos cooks all of the crew food which is, seems to have been very good but it's different when it's like the guest food and then he got like a weird menu he wasn't yeah. even invited to like a good dinner but yeah erica invited him up there to go flirt with susan which was which was just so painful to watch yeah because uh, gary's in love with daisy yeah. i don't know how much you guys have followed on the internet but erica has been very vocal and done a few article interviews and things where she's made a lot of her opinions known Mm-hmm. Um, which are just there's a lot of them there's a lot of them they're <laughs> unwarranted and I think just like bullies online basically yeah um so, yeah. so solidifying the character that we've seen through the show yeah so it's not yeah not so production surprising. didn't edit them that way they just they've always been like this even after last season in terms of their social media posts they weren't yeah they didn't have anything nice to say about the crew at all um, and they even went after, I think, Danny and her pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Which, that's a little Which, low. just, like, mind your own business at that point. It's none of your concern. But so, let's get these guys out of here. Um, because they're terrible people. Yeah, we have the weird Marilyn Mo- Monroe. There's, like, that a... Was just, yeah. And then, the next morning, they get their eight billion suitcases off the boat. There were so many suitcases. And then... Chuck hands Captain Glenn the tip. The tip. Um, now we did the math, and at the, uh, an episode prior, when they got on the boat, Chuck said that he had eight thousand dollars for a tip with him, and that if nothing went his way, then he was going to deduct amount from that eight thousand dollar tip. So assuming that he had he had deducted nothing, that is still the worst tip. There are at least nine crew members on that ship that we're following, yeah, and we that, don't know. I don't think there's any others like on the motor yacht, but no, there's so like that's what? not even a thousand apiece. Yeah. So that's terrible because usually they get closer to two thousand apiece. So that's yeah. not even half of what they normally get. But they didn't get eight thousand. Yeah. So already going in, he was never going to give them the proper kind of tip amount. 
And then, so, there comes they, back, their tip is only $6,500. Which gives them a few hundred dollars each. Yeah, I think it was what? Was it seven twenty-two a piece? Something like that. Or even Which less. is awful, and you can see it in their faces. Like, they're really upset. They tried really hard. They gave them really great service, and they got really low rewards for it. Yeah, and then in, because we're recording this so late, um, Daisy has, like, had their podcast go out. Um, and she talked about how, like, if they had done that kind of on any kind of charter yacht, they'd be blacklisted from ever chartering with someone again because it was such a lowball tip mm-hmm. unnecessarily late. And then the other thing she had mentioned that production, I guess, had edited out was that they didn't even give them, like, real money that was in circulation. She said that they had, like, Greek money in there that, like, you can't even use anymore because, because Greek Greece now uses the, the euro. euro. Um, and there was, like, an Indonesian, like, bill or something in there, so, like... And typically, those tips are given either in American dollars or in euros, we're yeah. pretty sure. which was really interesting, because before, when he comes up for breakfast, he had his little briefcase, whatever thing with him, and he's counting money, and he had, like, American dollars there, so, like... So, we're not really sure what happened. So, I think he just made off with the tip, and I think... And weren't the other guests, um... So the other guests were saying that they had to give money into a pot for the tip as part of like the Bravo production standard is you need to tip X amount. And weren't they saying, you said you saw somewhere online? Yeah, so Susan, I think she, she must be a social media influencer because she was very active on her Instagram stories throughout this whole process. And she actually showed the receipts of, of just like their whole tip process. So she's saying that like Bravo production like emailed them and told them that this is like the bare minimum you have to tip there you go or whatever and like we had divvied up the amount so what she was going to do was she didn't feel comfortable carrying x amount of cash with her so production actually handed her however much she agreed to tip which i think was six hundred dollars based on the email receipt she and that's showed. just her individually so and you so, figure you know you know production handed her the six hundred dollars which she then took that six hundred dollars and handed that six hundred dollars to chuck and so she's very confused because she doesn't understand where her six hundred dollars went and Rhett and Janelle don't understand where their money went that they had tipped it, had tipped into. It, um, so it seems that this is like a Chuck Erica. Like, are they stealing the money? So that's or? what I think Susan kind of had mentioned. Like she's been texting back and forth with Erica, trying to figure out like what happened to her money. But as far as she's concerned, like she got the six hundred dollars for production, which was agreed to based upon whatever the minimum like, tip was like they all had each agreed to pay whatever and we didn't get that amount in the final tip which means something happened yeah i think production you know if production knows what's good for them i don't think they'll have them back because i think overall even just like fans of the show were just not at all happy with anything not, it was not pleasant to watch these crew members that we've grown to really like just get absolutely berated for no reason yeah. You know? And they were charter guests that I did not like having on my screen, and I don't even want to talk about them anymore, so let's go to the crew we're night out. We're putting them away. They, they left the boat. We're done with them. Crew night out. Much more exciting. Um, going to start with the most smallest non-detail of them all. Uh, Colin is wearing a bright orange shirt out to dinner. He looks like he's still at work. And this has absolutely no bearing on the plot for the rest of the episode, so I'm bringing it up now. I think that's hilarious of him, and I want to know why he even owns a shirt that color if he knows what the it color of the parts is. Well, of course it looked good on him. He's super tan, and it's like a neon shirt. But like he looked, Gary even said it. I think like I think everybody said you call him. Like, you look like you're going, going, to work. going to work, and he's like, yeah, but this is the shirt. I, like, why would you bring that? He's gonna lose it, or he's gonna end up wearing it. I feel like it's not gonna happen, but I feel like I could foresee that being like 
a little blip of like, oh, I'm not actually wearing a shirt that's as farcical. I'm just wearing a plain orange shirt. He was. No, like oh. on like uh, like in a future charter in front of the guests or something. Oh. They wouldn't even mention it because it's not that interesting. I'm just obsessed with Colin. Anyway, <laughs> so they go out to dinner, and they. It's a pretty normal dinner, I would say. Yeah, dinner's fine. Marcos was, you know... Marcos is really happy that he's found a family on the board. He loves how close they all are, which I thought was so sweet. Yeah, they're all... I mean, even just the car right over there chanting, you know, F Chuck. Yeah, like, they're all on the same page. They all really bonded together, which I think was great. Um, You know, they rallied together, they had each other's backs, and, like, you see that clearly kind of at dinner... Dinner's fine. You have an awkward conversation between Gary and Ashley about... Which isn't even a full conversation as so much as it's, like, Gary trying to be reasonable and Ashley sending him weird looks. Like, it was it was weird. But normal. You know? Um, yeah. Tom, Tom stuck to beer. He did not go for the hard liquor. Smart boy. Uh, Kelsey gets really drunk. And Daisy was really drunk. Both Kelsey and Daisy were really drunk. But Kelsey goes to bed early, though, which we yeah, stay they get, Kelsey. Yeah, they get back to the boat. Everyone's in the hot tub, I except she, for Colin. Yeah. Um, Kelsey's really drunk, but, like, absolutely is not doing anything of note. She's, like, sitting on the side of the hot tub, and then she goes to bed. And she's the queen, and we love her. Yeah, but Daisy is so drunk, but she's still, like, taking care of Kelsey that she's like, Gary, get Kelsey a water. She needs yeah. a water. Um, so shout out to Drunk Daisy, who's still looking out for everybody. Mama of the group. Who, and then, well, first off, they're wrapping up Marcos's head in the crew mess. With, like, plastic wrap so that he can go in the hot tub, and then he takes it off and just goes in the hot yeah, tub. But Daisy is, like, has it. her arms wrapped around him the whole time. It was and very she's like, funny. Spider monkey oh, I'm going to get a drink. Do you want a drink or whatever? And her, that was just a great interaction, I think, as it the was. crew. Because Colin's like, I don't want to drink. Ask him if he wants a drink. And she's like, I did ask Marcos if he wants a drink. Marcos, we're, we're getting think, you a drink. I think we're getting to the point in the season where they've decided, they've finally gotten comfortable around the cameras. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Some seasons I feel like it's easier to tell than others. And sometimes they tell us on Watch What Happens Live, like, oh, this was the episode when we finally started ignoring the cameras and allowed ourselves to just interact. And I feel like this crew night out was kind of that episode. Yeah. Where we're just seeing these it was more just a really cute these friendship moments. Yeah, it was just a, like it was just a cute little interaction. I think you just kind of see Daisy's true personality come out, which is just so lovely to and see. I just think it was really funny, and you know they're joking about like suffocating him. And I think that it's it's just so fun this this part, and we do get some fun little hot tub moments too. We see Daisy and Ashley share a cute little kiss, very drunkenly. And Daisy immediately cuts that off, and she's like, all right, too many people are staring. We're going to stop this. Which cuts to a talking head of Ashley, who's saying that she is very annoyed at Gary. And basically says tonight she's going to fuck Tom to... To get back at him? Get back at Gary? Yeah. Because, Which, well, she they made out before they got back on the boat to get in the hot cup. Her, Ashley and Gary did. Very briefly, Yes. But all night, while they were getting ready and while they were leaving and while they were there, Gary has said to Daisy a few times, like, "Oh, who are you gonna hook up with tonight? Oh, you. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kiss, I'm gonna kiss Daisy tonight." They've been very friendly, very like European kiss on the cheek moments. Um, but like, that's the thing. How much of that was like flirting, and how much of that was just Gary's personality? It's hard to tell. I loved his temper tantrum, though, when he's oh, trying to... Oh, that was hilarious. To, he's, like, basically giving himself a pep talk to not hook up with anybody. 
So he like, ends up no. going to bed, and then he ends up somehow coming up to the hot tub because Ashley he goes decides he's going to go to bed, but then maybe he has a little FOMO and he, yeah. he comes I just back loved up. him like laying down on the lounger and kicking his feet, just uh, kicking around like he's a toddler, basically it's, trying to. It's yeah. so funny. He's he's truly you you see him trying to be a good guy, trying to be the right thing. He doesn't want to sleep with Ashley. Doesn't want to, like he's trying to do, you know, he's trying to not give in to his more primal instincts, uh, which Ashley is not a fan of because she she's mad that... She just needs to admit that she's just on that boat to hook up with someone. Which, like, fine. Um, and she does kind of, in the end, decide, fine, if Gary's not going to give me any attention, I'm going to turn my attention to Tom, who's overjoyed. He is like... The t- he tried to make some tortoise in the hair. That analogy made no sense, but so but they're, you know, on the lounge taking pictures. Gabriella Gabriella's ca- being, gets some shots of them making out. They're, they're having, and um, then the episode ends. Well, Ashley and Tom disappear to a guest cabin while up in the hot tub, it's just Daisy and Gary, and the next thing we know, that they are full on making out with each other. And it's the beer drop, the one we've been waiting for, and they cut the episode off right there. We don't get to see any of it. And Colin um, and Gabriella are like hiding, are like up on the deck, deck between the two to... couples making out, trying to, to, I don't know, like. Well, they're they were gonna go back in the hot tub, I think. And then like Gary was... and Daisy are like, oh, they're making out, oh, maybe not. And it's then... like a very brief. So yeah, this picks up the beginning of next episode. So we'll get into it. Uh, stay tuned in the next minute. Um. Thank you guys for listening. So obviously rate the podcast, um, give us a follow, check us out um, on Spotify, Google, and we'll see you guys next week. All right.